When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. Oh, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are looking live. Maybe the first time Ball Don't Lie has been on the red carpet. Ooh. That's right. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up a little bit later on, give you some details because we are looking live amongst the people. We'll get into that, but also lots of sports to talk about. We'll talk about the sweep. Denver Nuggets breaking out the brooms on the Lakers. Uh, will LeBron James retire? A conversation that's being had across the country. We'll have it too. Also preview the Heat-Celtics matchup tonight. Might be another Broom ceremony uh, for the Miami Heat against the Celtics. We'll talk about that and break it down. Also, we got some uh, college football discussion coming up in the 6 o'clock. NFL news, notes, and nuggets. Got some rule changes uh, we'll talk about in the NFL. Also, some uh, future Super Bowl sites already revealed. Uh, we'll get to that and break it down. We got some very special guests to help us break down uh, the Austin Gamblers and the pro bull riding uh, pro bull riding team right here in Austin. If you haven't heard about the pro bull riding team in Austin, we're going to break it down for you all day long. That is why we are here on the red carpet, courtesy of our good friends, the Austin Gamblers. We'll get into that and more. Before we do, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 acres and chase his dream in the cheese. Pippin ain't easy, but for this man, it's a breeze. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Mike Hardball Hard. What's going on, brother? I'm just here for the ride, baby. That's what we're here <laughs> for. I'm excited to be here. Like As you said, first time with the red carpet, you mm. and I will have some fun throughout the day and get into all these stories. And I texted y'all last night about that game, and, and we'll get into it here in just a second. But your boy was kind of upset. I was excited to see that they had some fight in them. Mm -hmm. But sometimes that dog ain't built like that. Mm. And a lot of them got to sit on the porch. And that's what happened <laughs> last night. A lot of dogs had to sit on the porch. But let me talk about my man that is always got that dog in him. He hails from H-Town with the get down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud car carrying member of DBU. Legendary lifetime and now college football Hall of Fame Longhorn, 
Derek Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study, but he's not a fan of white condiments. But, of course, he is a fan of you, the listeners. He is my man and yours, Rod Babels. I appreciate that intro as always. Uh, we are on the road. We're here. Let me give you some details about this magnificent event going down. And we've been talking about this all week long because we're really excited about it. So the Austin Gamblers, which are the pro bull riding team here in Austin, give you some details about that uh, but they are involved uh in a docu-series yep, yep. Uh, which actually is going to air on amazon prime that's right so you got a chance to actually see it but they are going to uh premiere it here tonight with a red carpet event now if you got tickets then you come to the red carpet come on not, down i wouldn't just have you running get ready for Amazon Prime, if you don't have <laughs> tickets. <laughs> you might be escorted off the red carpet, that kind of thing. Uh, but, yeah, it's a great, uh, great docu-series. I'm looking forward to watching it. It's going to be on Amazon Prime uh, May 30th on yes. Prime Video. Um, but tonight uh, they're actually going to uh, have a premiere of sorts here on the a red carpet event. Now it's an eight-episode docu-series. Fall of the Austin Gamblers, uh, the entire season, you know, they went through a lot of ups and downs, uh, and they are in a team series now, the PBR's newest team-based competition. Um, and and it basically follows their entire journey uh, throughout the season. Really interesting stuff. And if you want to get to know the Austin Gamblers, Austin's pro, uh, pro bull riding team, then that's the best way to do it. Uh, but they're going to also be in action at the Moody Center. Yep, yep. Right? Uh, they're going to be in action at the Moody, August 25th through the 27th. You can get tickets for that. Just go to AustinGamblers.com. But if you want to find out uh, what this uh, team is all about and uh, really kind of the identity of this group, because really interesting. I can't, we're going to have uh, J.J. Gotcha on. We are. Actually at 430. Correct. We're going to have a lot of great special guests on, but he's going to come on. And I, I, I think even I heard they had a, they have a draft. Yes. For, they yeah, they right? just had a they draft. They just had a draft, yeah. And yeah. I, I heard, I've heard them talking about it several times. Yeah. I want to hear draft strategy yep. for the pro bull riding team. Uh, that's going to be pretty cool. So, anyway, we got – And the cool thing about J.J. is his, his background is baseball. Yes. So, he knows all about the draft. If you remember the name, he's always been a part of the Round Rock Express. Mm-hmm. When they – were brought to Central Texas, he was part of that. Yep. He and Reed Ryan and the Ryan family, Ryan Sanders baseball, he was in charge of all their sales and getting all their business. So this is one of those things where he saw an opportunity and was asked about it, and he jumped right into it. And we'll jump into it with J.J. and talk a little bit more about it. Yeah, no, it's going to be a really fun day, really great e- It's a great event. We're early for the red carpet. Uh, and, and because I, I feel like it's tough, I feel like it's fitting that I – and it's hard reward as well. The black cowboy hat. I oh mind. yeah, we yeah. got him, baby. Had to break it down. I had to break it out because uh, don't get to wear it very often. The last time I I attempted to wear the cowboy hat, <laughs> we had the ro- we had our Austin rodeo remote, and uh, we had some technical difficulties. And I could, I stayed out there for like fifteen minutes. And, and it Didn't took even get you, to sport the cowboy hat. Forty five minutes. To oh, park. It took me. Yes. <laughs> oh man, it was a nightmare. So I didn't even get to sport the cowboy. So it was kind of a bad look. I was like, no man, if I get a chance to sport the cowboy hat, I'm gonna do it. Love hard it. Hard he is. I right. wore mine, so I can get into my persona, my cowboy persona tonight a little bit. We can get to a, a Rooster Blackburn is what I used to call. Oh, myself. okay. Yeah, Rooster okay. Blackburn. That's, okay. that's my uh, cowboy alter ego person, yeah. persona. You know what I'm saying? I call myself, you know, Buck Wild. 
Okay, that's, a, know, that's so, a porn name. Oh, however you want to do it. It's a wild ride. <laughs> that's the wild, wild west right there. They call buck me wild. Buck Wild. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, all right, we'll uh, get to some more uh, details about the event tonight because it is a fabulous event. Thanks to the Austin Gamblers for having us out here. Uh, red, we were actually staring at the red carpet, and Patrick would also like it out here too because it's dimly lit yes. in the place they have us. Yeah. Dim, dim lighting. Patrick's this is Patrick's style right Patrick's here. He's a big fan of dim lighting. <laughs> Lots of dim lighting out here, man. You love it. You'd be perfect, bro. I love how he says everybody's better looking at dim lighting. That's <laughs> hey, the wrong. way to do it. Yeah. You, not, I love it. Yeah, you're not wrong about that. I think we're all better looking with a little dim lighting. Uh, and a couple and a of couple drinks. drinks. And a couple of drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of drinks. Boy, starts looking like Michael B. Jordan around here with a couple of drinks and dim lighting. Hey, Michael B. Jordan. Girl. And I look a little bit more like Buck Wild. <laughs> That's what Buck Wild comes yeah, That's what Buck Wild really get a couple get going. Of drinks there. Buckle up. All uh, right. Okay. Let's get into the NBA before we get too Buck Wild around here. <laughs> uh, let's get back on task here. Let's, uh, let's talk about the sweep, man. The uh, Denver Nuggets broke out the brooms mm-hmm. on the L.A. Lakers. We're not surprised by that. Uh, and let's, let's start with, before we get into LeBron and the LeBron stuff, because I think it's fitting that we start off talking more about the Nuggets and what they did, because that was truly impressive to uh, work the Lakers uh, in that manner. And it still yes. ended up being a, a close game. I mean, you're talking about what, 113, 110, still ended up being a close game. Uh, but man, the, the Denver Nuggets really proved throughout this series that you know, they're the best team right now in basketball. Yes. Period. There's yes. no debate about it. Now, whether they're going to win the championship or not, we don't know. But nobody's playing better than the Denver Nuggets right now. And the superstar that is Nikola Jokic is, and there's an argument to be made that his game is so unique um, that there is no comparison. People are trying to, you know, make these amalgamations of uh, players. Man, he's this with that. And, and you could do that to try to give people some type of visual as to his skill set. You just need to watch him. Yes, that's, gotta, that's the biggest thing. And, a lot, and, and honestly, most of America just hadn't watched a lot of Joker. And now that America's getting a chance to see the Joker, they're realizing, uh, man, this, this dude's the best player in basketball. Agreed. And that's why he's won back-to-back. He won back-to-back uh, MVPs prior to And a to lot of people year. were upset that he didn't win a the third. thought he should have won three in a row. Yeah. So, <laughs> to your point, I mean, and the fact that he's a triple-double machine. We all talked about Russell, Web- Russell Westbrook and how he was doing it and how he did it all season long. And the Joker does that as well. He's been doing it all season long. And then you add it into the postseason where he broke Wilt Chamberlain's record for the most triple-doubles in uh, a mm-hmm. postseason, a single postseason, that's the impressive part. But the other part about it is the humility in which he plays with. You I mean, he's a guy that if you're at the wreck, you're, you're not looking at picking him right away because he doesn't look athletic. He doesn't have that flair. But what he is is that glue guy that is always going to show up. So I heard somebody talking about he looks like he wrestles bears because of the way that he plays basketball. I mean, he's just that guy that will get in there and scrap around and not going to complain to the officials. There were a couple times where he threw his hands up, but he's not holding conversations Mm -hmm. with them. He keeps it moving, and he just goes out there and he handles business, and he doesn't care about the limelight. He doesn't care if he He was MVP. All he cares about is how do I help my team win? And that is the the superstar that I think a lot of people need to start paying attention to because he's so humble. Yep, in the conference finals, average uh, damn near 28 points per game. 
almost 15 rebounds per game and damn near 12 assists per game in the conference finals. That's, that was average. And yeah. he's still over a block. I mean, he on 51, 47, and 78, first player in NBA history to average 20, 10, and 10 in the conference finals. Yeah. We've never seen it before. This is a guy. It goes back to your point. We don't know how to quantify him because yeah, you've yeah. never seen it before. You've never seen it before. <laughs> it's, and it's okay to say that. It's like, right. no, we've never seen anything right. like him before. And I know there have been there are comparisons, but, man, he is, he is really, really unique. And, you know, I'll, here's another uh, kind of great sta- stat. He said, basically, Jokic is now averaging 29, 29, 13, and 10 in the playoffs. First player in history to average a triple-double through the first 15 games of a postseason. Yeah. As long as he tallies at least six assists in game one of the finals, he'll be the first to average a triple-double through 16 games. If you're a betting man and <laughs> I've been known to wager uh, from time to time, I am definitely would put that he's going to get those six assists in the what? first game. No he might question. get it in the first half because of the way that he plays. And if he keeps feeding his other players and his other teammates and they show up like a Jamal Murray, who we've been talking about, look at what Aaron Gordon did last night, stepping out there. LeBron was letting him shoot, and he was knocking down those threes. And when that starts happening and you get a guy with confidence that's not only hitting a couple threes, but he's also playing tenacious defense, that changes the way your team is set up. Because I'm I'm here for the defense, but if you let me shoot, Oh yeah, I'm about to get you. Mm-hmm. I'm about to get you, and that's exactly what they did. Yeah, the I mean the NBA these days, you know, almost every team can score. Not every team can play some defense. When Denver has to, they can play some defense. They can get some stops. I don't know if they're a great defensive team. That's not their identity. But can you get some stops? Yeah. In key situations, in clutch time, and they've proven that they can get some some stops. And it's got to give props to Jokic. And Jokic still has kind of a chip on his shoulder yes, because he wasn't first team all NBA. Which is still year. crazy to me. Well, that's just because of the position stuff. Yep. Patrick yep. talks about that, how they're changing that up next year. You can just go positionless, if you will, um, and the MVP. And he's he has stated publicly that he believes Joel Embiid deserved the MVP because uh, he's a classy guy. He talked yep. about it. I mean, yep. he's first class, homie. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you can make the argument now watching this dude that probably should have won his third. Should have been some unpre- – should have won his third straight. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, obviously it's about the regular season, but even in the regular season he was right there in that conversation. <laughs> yeah, he, and, it's the crazy yeah, part the, about The triple-double has just kind of been devalued, yes. but his triple-doubles are happening in the playoffs. Got eight so far. I still think that the Denver Nuggets should pay Shaggy just a little bit of money, and he would make a little jingle for you every time you get triple-double at home. Mr. Triple Double. <laughs> yeah, it is so easy, and the crowd yeah. will be into it. Simple. Oh, they're going to be ready for it. He, Shaggy would take the money. I mean, Shaggy. No doubt. How much business is Shaggy uh, making it, getting these days? I mean, come on. I love Shaggy. But Wasn't me. Exactly. <laughs> we all love Shaggy, but I don't see Shaggy a lot these days. Made some classics, though. He did. Uh, but getting back to you talked about Jamal Murray, the supporting cast. We don't talk enough about how about this little nugget about Jamal Murray. He finished with um, basically 52 uh, shooting splits of 52, 40, and 95. Basically, uh, I'm almost 41, I should yep, say. If yep. I round up, it's 53, 41, and 95. His shooting splits against the Lakers. First time in history that a player has shot 50, 40, and 90 in a best-of-seven series sweep. So you could argue in this series he was more dominant than the most dominant player exactly. on the planet, which was Jokic. At times, he would outshine Jokic. And that is now – you have two super – I don't know if he, you can classify him as a superstar because he hasn't even made an all-star game yet. Most of the time, that's most of that due to him being injured most of the time. But yeah. 
uh, man, he is now having – this is his coming out party. Maybe a second because he had one in the bubble. A lot of people put an asterisk next to the bubble. But, man, he uh, right now is proving that he's been underrated. And if you talk about underrated superstars in the NBA, hell, Jimmy Butler's probably – He's number one. Number one. And then, honestly, Jamal, Jamal Murray may be number two. Yeah, he's, come, he's, coming, <laughs> to get, he's coming to get that, that title as most underrated where he starts to flip the script on people. I, I love the fact of how hard – He's decided that he wanted to play in this postseason. I love the fact of how the relationship between he and Joker, you can see them talking every single possession about what they want to do because everybody else knows if they're not going to be open, they're not afraid to pass the ball and give you some love as well. So when you see these guys go out there and watch what Jamal Murray was able to do, the improvements that he's made, but most importantly, because Patrick talked about this before, and Patrick, I want to get your thoughts in just a second. You saw a guy that is finally healthy. Everybody thought he wasn't going to be able to come back from the ACL injury. Everybody thought, he, oh, he'll never be the same. He worked at his own pace. He put the shots up. He was working. He had a plan for what he wanted to do later. And for right now and what they were able to do, it has been so impressive the entire group and going out there and playing. Patrick, what did you see last night? Uh, I mean, we saw LeBron played well in the first half. I guess in the halftime speech, he asked for other people to step up, and they didn't. Uh, uh, it was impressive that Tristan Thompson actually came in and made a difference. But I don't Talking get if you trash. if you had that the whole series, why did you not do that earlier when you knew you were better with Rui and Anthony Davis on the court at the same time? If you had that third big, why not play him 10 minutes a game? So I don't know why they didn't make that adjustment until earlier. It seemed like Darvin Ham was always just a step behind, and yep. everybody in the Lakers was kind of a step behind this entire series. And it just led to three games like we saw last night where the Lakers were in it till the end and the better team won. Yeah. Um, totally agree. I, I, I think, you know, we just have to give Denver more props. That's why I wanted to make sure we started off talking about Denver. Yeah, I do think we have a tendency to talk about the bigger star, and there's no bigger star in the NBA than LeBron James. Uh, but, man, right now we could be looking at the start of Denver's ascent, and maybe they're going to have a bit of a run here Yeah, and be uh, the team to beat in the NBA because they'll certainly be favored uh, in the NBA Finals versus – what we assume is going to be the Miami Heat. And that's happening tonight. Uh, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, get, we'll, into we'll that. get into that and break that down. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think yeah, I, I think Celtics, I saw them lay down in game three yes. and submit, and I think you're going to see the same thing in game four. The bags are packed, <laughs> and they're ready to go. <laughs> you know they've already, you know, some of those guys made some plans yeah. already. Oh, you're they're already going to be in South Beach. When you're down three, I, <laughs> they already in South Beach. So it's like, you know what, well, we're just going to go ahead and We're going to fly out of Miami. We're going right we're from here. We're going to Bahamas. Yes. <laughs> we up out of here, man. Um, okay, so, well, LeBron James, he may be flying to the Bahamas. He may, uh, of course, his season is done, and he is being, you know, he's being uh, asked about his future plans and, you know, what he's 38 years old, of course, and played, what, 20 seasons in the NBA. Uh, and he's being asked about that the big R word for him, which is retirement, whether he's thinking about it or not. In the post game, um, and we got just a shorter version of it because he kind of went on for a while. Uh, but he was asked about the season overall and him fighting Father Time, and if he thought now may be the time for him uh, to hang it up. Here's LeBron James. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens going forward. Um, but I don't know. 
I don't know. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. I got a lot to think about, to be honest. And um, just for me personally, going, going forward with the game of basketball, I got a lot to think about. Dramatic. I love that he's so dramatic, too. Dramatic. This is the key to being a good superstar for the NBA, <laughs> all right? You can't we, – we, listen, everybody knows that LeBron James is coming back. Everybody – it is that – that is the worst-kept secret in the NBA Correct. right now. All right, it's the worst-kept secret. But I need the NBA to get these headlines, okay? So, LeBron, would you – and it, by the way, this works for LeBron, too. There's it's plenty of reasons why LeBron wants to slow play this and why he wants to be dramatic. And, yes, he's being dramatic, and I'm a LeBron fan, and so is Harch. Number one – it helps the NBA. Yep. Right now, the, one of the biggest sports stories right now in the country is whether LeBron James is going to retire or not. Right? Yep. Well, well, everybody's talking everybody's about it. Everybody's just headlines. That's, that's it. You need that. You need to steal a couple of headlines. That's great for the league. But for LeBron, it's great because LeBron James, this is leverage for him too. All right? Just in case the Lakers want to – maybe they want to bring it back or play some hardball. Maybe they don't want to uh, cooperate with all of LeBron James' suggestions or his recommendations. You know what? I'll just retire. And by the way, retirement, it is a real possibility, in my opinion. Because all the greats retire and come back. I was thinking the exact exact same thing. I was like, oh, now he's really trying to go for Michael Stacks. Exactly. Now he's really trying to do the Tom Brady. Why not? I'm going to wait until the All-Star break, and then I'm going to come back. And I'm going to send out an email saying I'm back. Exactly. Yeah, I'm with you on that. But let's be honest. Uh Let's be real honest about this. LeBron, you just got swept. For the second time in your postseason career. Mm-hmm. And it was with a team that pretty much you wanted again. That's true. And all of a sudden, you thought you had your Robin, and what he turned out to be was Alfred. He's not, <laughs> he's not the one that is going to ride with you. He showed us every once in a while, but he is alternate days. He is what was the other one that oh street clothes. <laughs> he is not showing up every single night. Now, did he try? Yeah, but he too. He's dramatic. Oh Lord Jesus, help me! Falling down the steps, I'm bunny. When he falls down, he's staying down there. I'm like, man, can we just ride out and go out here and fight? Can we just go out there and have some people that want? to contest every single shot. If you go back and watch the game, yes, LeBron, great first half. But he literally decided, I did all I can do in the first half. I'm not going to do it anymore. I want everybody else to help me. But I'm like, when the game got close, you should have been taking it. You should have been down there facilitating. You should have been on the block. How many times during that game last night did you hear Van Gundy and Mark Jackson talk about why is he not getting in the post? Because you don't have that jumper. The problem is he saw he made a couple of them and he thought he could keep shooting it. Well, by that time, your legs were gone. You're not the same shoot. You're not a shooter right now. It wasn't the first half. In the, in the, the second, because he had put half. everybody on his back and yeah. wore you down. It did. That's true. He didn't go in the cryo chamber in the, in, in the locker room to get himself uh, revitalized. He needed to make some adjustments. That's where I got a little disappointed because the game was close enough that he, I thought he should have taken over that game 
in the right moments, and he just couldn't. I think I – no, I don't disagree with that at all. I think that's where LeBron's having his issues right now is in the clutch time, uh, late in the stretch. These games are close, and usually LeBron can put his cape on mm-hmm. and take over the game in those moments. And, yes, uh, we saw him early in the first half put the cape on, but it's not clutch time. Right. And I think that's the difference between 38-year-old LeBron and LeBron maybe five years ago yep. uh, is that deep, the deeper you get into the playoffs, man, it's hard. You're going up against really good teams, and you can tell that LeBron, the burden of it is getting to LeBron late in the games. I, listen, man, he's the oldest player to score 40 points in a playoff game. He, going into this uh, game four, he, his average in elimination games was 34 points per game. And he basically he gave you a 40-point triple-double. Essentially, he was shot yeah. one assist, a 40-point triple-double. Man, our standards are so high for LeBron. <laughs> they so are. High. They He's are. He's sitting there dogging this dude. This dude at 38 years old had a 40-point triple-double. Man, he just got to figure out a way to get it done in the clutch time. He ain't get you know. It, it, we, I needed and, to you know see a and it's true. Version. It's all true. It's yes. all true. Like I got to say, he got to put the cape on, and he's not doing the clutch time. But our standards are so ridiculously high for this dude. 40-point triple-double. Dogging him. He the Kang, though. Exactly. He the Kang. Heavy is the head that, that wears, wears the, the crown. crown. That's right. And it, that's the same thing for LeBron. It, it, it's amazing, though, how and, – and you know what? The truth is, I think LeBron knows. That's why you came out in the first half. I think he was just trying to show y'all. I, listen, if I want to take over, I could do it. I'm not going to beat Denver like that. Yeah. I can come over and help us win this game, and I'd be shot for the rest of the series because I am 38 years old. But I'm telling you, if I get the proper help and I get a nice supporting cast – I can do what a young Jamal Murray's doing. I can yeah. show you what Jokic is showing everybody. I've done that. I can do it at 38 years old. But right now, I think he realized I'm, I, that would be in vain, essentially, in the second half. It's like, I, 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 I could do that, and we're still going to lose this game because it's just me. I can't be uh, – the, the Dark Knights are going to 16 points in the third quarter. Could you, could you do something to give – I, I understand. You're right. Man, 31 I, in the first half. And I said, during the, right then, I said, LeBron is getting 60 tonight, and he is going to carry this team to victory. And then he went in the locker room and said, who's with me? And nobody was. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> and that's when he Crickets. was like, I'm done. Crickets. I'm done. I'm done. And that's why he might retire. Yeah. Why, why not retire for a year, go watch Bronny play at USC for a year and kick it, recharge your body because you're old, yep, right? Yep, a year yep. off would help you. All right, you can, you know he's going to stay in great shape anyway. And then come out and then have the Lakers trade your rights, whatever, because they'll start rebuilding at that point. They'll yep. be bad. They'll be cool with it. And then whatever team draft Bronny, you go play for that team, Houston Rockets. You know what I mean? And then you can just have Bron- I think We take I was- it for Bronny. We take it for Bronny. No, wait. Just, if you're a Houston franchise, you're going to screw up the tank anyway. Might as well have LeBron there for the end of his career so we can get them jersey sales. That's right. right. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Bring Hart back. Let the old school just make it. Let kind him of- do a Tom Brady. Let him get part of the ownership. Might as well. Him and, him and Tillman Fertitta. You know what? That's a good idea. I, I'm on board for that. There yes. we go. Draft Bronny. LeBron comes to play for the Rockets, and then give them, you know, let them be yep. a minority yep. owner. Yep. Okay, Hart, done deal. Got you. Yes. There we go. All right. So Come sit on. out next year, LeBron, since you over there contemplate. Right? I mean. Oh, man, I just really got to think about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> got to think about it. I'm sitting here thinking about it. What you thinking about, bro? This hey. is not the first time where you're going to sit here and tell me you're going to think about it. You've probably been thinking about it. If you're bringing it up right now, 
And, and you've already had these thoughts. Yeah. You talk about it all the time. We always talk about if you're an athlete and you start thinking about retirement, you're walking time away. Time to retire. It's yeah. time to retire. Start thinking about it, yeah. Because then you're gonna he's gonna be sitting over there talking about load management. Man. And we're gonna have to say, okay, we'll give him load management because he's forty. He's working, he's man, he's forty. We gotta figure out what's happening with him. And he is telling us, I gotta do some serious thinking. What are you thinking about? I'm looking at this roster. There's not anything to think about. You need to go because you still the Lakers still on your rights next year. Yeah, but you, you can, got a one-year deal. You can force your way out of stuff like that. We've seen this done, right? It's just the NBA. You going to do the James Harden? You can force your – it's NBA, man. The NBA, you can force your way out of any <laughs> damn country. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Right? And LeBron, the beauty of LeBron is that LeBron only signs, like, one-year, two-year two year deals deal. with, with an opt-out. With a player out, option. With an yeah. opt-out. Yeah. So he always gives himself an option anyway. And that's, that's why also it hurts teams, right? That's the LeBron effect is that LeBron basically – the life cycle of a LeBron team, you got a four-year – life cycle usually you go whether it be you know whether it be miami or whether it be back in cleveland or whether it be now in la you pretty much got a four-year increment to do it and then you go all in because with lebron we got a chance to win one and everywhere he's gone you know except his first stop with cleveland he's won one yeah right that's the beauty of lebron that's what separates lebron from kd right kd hops around from team to team ring chasing Ain't got you know he only got a, a couple of rings, but he's got a ring with a team that already won a ring. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily because of him. Correct. And even though he was a, a huge contributing factor, and I know that LeBron's thirty eight years old, so I don't think the next team he goes to is going to have the LeBron effect in the cycle. But that's why the the Lakers are kind of in shambles because everybody is after LeBron is done with you. But at least you got a title. Yeah. At least you got a title. You do walk away with a title. You walk away with a walk, title. You walk away with an empty cupboard, too. You do, but that, yeah. that, what's the point of having a damn cupboard if you ain't get a title? The point of the cupboard is so I can spend all of that to get a title. Yep. And once I get a title, I'm, I'm kind of like the Rams. I'm like, F them picks. I got a title. The rest of y'all are talking about, man, you got the value of these picks, and you ain't won no damn title. Right. Like the Cowboys, man, the value. What about the value? I talk a lot about value. Go win a title. Like that's, that. that's the ultimate value. Uh, as a Cowboys fan, I would I would concur with this message. Go get the title. Go get the title. <laughs> go get the title. Don't damn about the and value. If you need a piece. Go get the piece. Yeah, like don't keep, wait around. Fans do not complain about the cost and no. overspending and all that when they have a title to when show. When they got a title to talk they just trash, keep it to moving. They're like, you know what? Just go get the next one. And to talk good. trash to other fan bases. Yeah, yep, you're right. So that's why I think when you get LeBron, they're like, screw the cover, screw the value. Let's go yep. get the title because with this guy, we got a chance to get the title. I'm with you. And with a 38 LeBron, honestly, with the right team, you still got a shot, a really good shot. Yep. With the right team. I would have to agree. It used to be just get LeBron, and then you got a shot because you can build a team around LeBron. I don't think that's the case anymore. Mm-hmm. I think now mm-hmm. you got to have the right team for LeBron to, to fit into. Yeah. So, um, all right. Uh, also, LeBron's not going to retire after getting swept, guys. Do you know what that does to him in the LeBron-MJ argument? Well, oh, he's barely hanging on by a thread right now in that oh, argument. He is definitely. And if he is up, it is up retiring after a sweep. <laughs> man, we are never gonna have that debate again. We're never gonna have the LeBron exactly. debate again. It'll be a done debate. Now, I think he won't. And that as debate. a LeBron fan, yeah. I can't let you go out like that, dog. He ain't going out like that, dog. I guarantee he ain't going out like that. Ugh. No, he'd rather go to a team and have his own swan song and go out getting swept. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. That's ugly, man. You better not walk out of here like that. You walk out like that, you a straight-up sucker, LeBron. I, I'll call you out. Even though you're 38, out there, you a sucker, man. Tom Brady lost his damn family and then retired. But <laughs> he had a hell of a 
he back. lost his damn family, yeah, man. And then he came back and was like, hey, my guys in lock, I'm coming back for y'all, man. <laughs> what about your kids? I'll see them. They're going to be fine. Hey, I got visitation. <laughs> I got visitation. I got visitation. <laughs> I, got visitation. <laughs> I can FaceTime them right now. Hey, kids. <laughs> hey, kids, try to win another Super Bowl. That's, that's, my, that's my quarterback. That's, that's my quarterback. My quarterback. <laughs> that's right. All right, we come back. Don't, don't do that, guys. Uh, family first. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we'll tell you more about the red carpet event that we're hanging out here at Alamo Draft Hall for right here on Ball Don't Line, wonderful on the horn. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Tuesday, that's for my man uh, Patrick, takes jams. So I reached the top of the Billboard's charts on this day in history. Also, uh, we are not uh, near the Specs text line, so we don't have access to it. So the best way to hit us up is via Twitter. My man Harge is at Hardball Harge in the Twitterverse. I'm at Rod Babers, and my man Patrick Davis back at the Aaron Compound holding it down is at It's Patrick Davis in the Twitterverse. Uh, Tyler Pendergrass, yeah. happy B-Day. Happy birthday. Happy B-Day. Yeah, birthday there, Tyler. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So I know it, that was on the Specs text line, Patrick, relayed the message. Uh, we can give birthday shout-outs. Yeah. Yeah, man, we love people. We ain't people. scared of them. We, we look out for everybody. We birthday shout-outs, man. Happy, happy, happy birthday, uh, Tyler. We appreciate you listening for sure. Um, okay, let's get Texas baseball. I wanted to give you a chance to, like, uh, mm-hmm. wax poetically about Texas baseball. I heard Craig talking about him heading up to the Gilf, yep. actually, after uh, their show, Light the Tower. And uh, they were talking a little bit about this uh, Texas team, and uh, I believe they were practicing earlier today, and uh, Craig was remarking about that. But I think this is the time that they're oh, they practicing, practicing right now. Right there? now. That's okay. why Coach Pierce was on with B&E this morning, okay. talking about the team and the expectations and what's happening. Uh, Aaron texted them to confirm that Lucas Gordon is going to start tomorrow. Nice. It's business as usual for the Texas Longhorns. There's a reason why they go about, you know, staying in this rotational mode because you don't want to get things out of whack because, yes, you're playing for a Big 12 championship. Said there's five that he's trying to get this year. You're getting the regular season, the Big 12 tournament, the regional, the super regional, and the College World Series championship. They already got one of them. They're going up to Arlington to get number two. And as I've been saying, you can't go 7-0 and if you don't start off 1-0. and So that's where they're, they're ready to go, and they're going to go in there with the, the mentality of taking care of business. And the first matchup? Is against Kansas. Okay. Kansas, 12-30 tomorrow, roughly uh, 12-30. You'll have to see how the first game goes. That'll start at 9 o'clock in the morning. Uh in the Big 12 tournament, and then whenever Texas gets their chance, you'll hear it right here on 104.9. The whole uh, Kansas, uh, no threat or a always threat a threat, a, always a threat, always a threat. Okay, you gotta always believe in the threat and what's going on and how you go about it and what exactly is going to happen within 
each game because don't forget Kansas is trying to figure out what's next for them as well. They're trying to they're trying to fight their way to try try to upset the apple cart where they get a chance to play in the uh, big big tournament, the mm. field of sixty four. This is the only way they can get in. Yeah, they're the last team in the Big Twelve tournament. Only one team didn't make it, and it was Baylor for the first time in their history. For mm. the first time in their history, Baylor wow. did not make the Big Twelve tournament. That's so crazy. That is very interesting to me, but. You start looking at all these teams, TCU, K-State, they're going to kick it off tomorrow morning at 9, and you can watch that game on ESPNU. But uh, the Texas game, you can hear it right here, but you also got to look at it on uh, ESPN Plus if you're going to try to watch it. Um, yeah, see, that's – okay, so for uh, for Texas, they can – this is important, of course, because they want to win the Big 12 tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how much success do they need – to become a team that hosts a regional? I think if they win this first game, they host a regional. Okay. I think they need one win. Okay. I think they go in there and and have a dominant win. You got to get style points. They got to get some style points. All right. I think that they've done enough to me personally, and my man Kendall Rogers, we'll have Kendall Rogers on uh, right before the tournament gets ready to start as far as the the regionals. Mm -hmm. We'll get a chance to talk to Kendall, but – you know, you sit here and you look at how this is going to play out. Texas will play Kansas, uh, and the first game is TCU versus K-State. The winner of one and two will play each other t- uh, Thursday at 4 o'clock. So you sit there and you say, all right, well, K-State was just in the running for the Big 12 championship, mm-hmm. and they fell off at the very end. So yeah. they were there, but that will be another big piece of the success. So you look at how Texas – breaks it down, they win that, then you go to Friday, and then everything else starts taking care of itself. All right. Well, uh, right now Texas playing their best their best baseball of the season, uh, especially with that like, that lineup, one through six. I still love that stat that basically all of one through six in the lineup are hitting at least 300. Yes. Higher. That is a phenomenal stat. It it's is really, unbelievable when you sit there and look at it, depending <laughs> on how he mixes and matches in that lineup. The top three, four, the top four and five, Stay the same all the time. Mm. And you know exactly. And I heard him talking about it, and I know that it's a huge part of the success. For the first time, and he said, Coach Pierce said this this morning, he said, I believe this is the first time that the one, two, and three hitters all started off all three games with a base hit. Mm. They went nine wow. for nine to start for the entire weekend. In, in those three games. That's how you put your best That's foot how forward. You, exactly. Yeah. You put pressure on people. Yep. You put pressure on the other team. They got to come out ready to play because and they, and they, they can't, can turn up yeah. on you. I was going to say, they yeah. can't afford to lag behind. That is, uh, like I said, I, I love It's my favorite stat for Texas baseball right now. Uh, they yeah. got a, really, a lot of really good stats. Um, okay, we'll get to some more uh, Texas uh, conversation because we want to talk some Texas football. We'll do that a little bit later on coming up in the 6 o'clock. And also, there's an NIL story brewing. Um, that's related to uh, Texas, actually. Texas legislators are trying to make a move. Uh, they are uh, proposing a new NIL, or at least a revamped NIL law uh, that will give Texas school an advantage in the NIL arms race around the country. So we'll talk about that, too, coming up a little bit later on in uh, the uh, 6 o'clock. Uh, we'll also get into NFL news notes and nuggets into the 4 o'clock because the owners' meetings happening, and they are uh, they are proposing rule changes. I believe they've already agreed uh, to a couple of rule changes. So we'll get into that and talk about that, too, coming up. And also they've uh, revealed some Super Bowl sites for the next three Super Bowls. All right, we'll get to that. Uh, coming up next, we'll get to the flex, um, and uh, we'll let you know exactly why we're out here. 
here at the Alamo Draft House on South Lamar, courtesy of our good friends, the Austin Gamblers. We'll give you some details about that and more coming up next right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. Welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a top of the charts Tuesday. That's when Patrick plays jams. I reached the top of the Billboard's charts on this day in history. Uh, on this day in history, actually, uh, first time Ball Don't Lie is out on the red carpet. Well, not officially on the red carpet. We're near the red carpet. That's about as close as uh, Ball Don't Lie is going to get to the red carpet. <laughs> Courtesy of our good friends, the Austin Gamblers, because uh, they are making uh, their kind of Hollywood debut, if you will. There is a docu-series that is actually going to premiere on uh, Prime video on May 30th that is about the uh, Austin Gamblers and their ride through the uh, PBR team series, like the team-based competition, and it's about their inaugural season, it's about you know the ups and downs, you get to know all the different uh, faces of the organization, I mean it is Austin's pro bull riding team, so uh, it's an eight-episode docuseries officially, so you can watch that coming out May 30th, but here at Alamo Drafthouse, our good friends, uh, the Austin Gamblers, have invited us to the red carpet kind of premiere uh, no out here. So uh, really excited about it and uh, really uh, happy uh, that Austin Gamblers kept us in line. So we're going to have a lot of special guests on uh, coming on, I believe, in Harsh Knock Life. We're going to have J.J. Gotch on. We are going to have uh, J.J. Gotch. Uh, so he's going to come on, and then we're going to have special guests coming on all throughout the show so that you can get to know the Austin Gamblers. But remember, you can go see them live and in person August 25th through the 27th. They'll be at the Moody Center. All you got to do is go to AustinGamblers.com to find out more information uh, about the uh, Austin Gamblers. But really cool event out here at Alamo Draft House. Unless you got tickets, you can't necessarily just kind of walk up and and take part in it. Uh, but uh, if you do have tickets, you can uh, come up in on the red carpet and have a good time. So uh, we're looking forward to it. The festivities have not really gotten started, so we're way early. You're not supposed to get on a red carpet this early anyway. That's how you know we ain't prepared for the red carpet. <laughs> supposed to arrive fashionably late to a red carpet. Yeah. Orange and I are here way with, with people setting up and everything. But the red carpet is out there. I've seen the red carpet. seen it. I don't see. There's a young lady dressed really nice. Maybe she's going to the red carpet. There's a lot of ladies dressed nice around here. I've noticed that, though. She may not be going to the red carpet. She's definitely going to the red she's carpet. She's ready to the red carpet? Yeah. She's making sure that everybody gets what they're supposed oh, to get. Oh, yes. There's a, she cam- there's a camera right there, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, the camera just rolled up. Okay, oh, yeah. see, yeah, now the red carpet's official. There's a camera there waiting on people to walk up for the red carpet. That's right. Okay, I like that. All right. Uh, so uh, we'll give you some more details about that. Matter of fact, we got a special guest coming up for Hard Knock Life to break down uh, the Austin Gambits and tell us a little bit more. But this is your flex, flxatx.com, flxatx on all of your social media platforms. Uh, the good folks over at Westlake are proud, but they're proud for a lot of reasons. Uh, but they're proud of their golf team yep. uh, because they won an, another one. Another Another one. state title for the, for the golf team yes. for Westlake. They How many is that, Derek? 13. 13. 13. Think about that. Think 13. about that. 13 state championships. That's crazy. And Adam Villanueva is the individual champ of the state championship. Oh, so, so they, they got won the in- a team and he won the individual. Wow. So that means that you're really getting it in 
when you can do some things like that. Okay. It's very impressive uh, when you start looking at championships and how many. You start looking. You great. and I have talked about it before, about our careers and how we're trying to, well, I didn't play for a state championship. Mm. I didn't do this. But you had a great career, but you still look at it like, dang it. I would have loved to have had one of them state championships for sure. Oh, man. I Since I started playing organized sports, I don't think I've won a real championship. Oh, I never won one. I won. Hell, we never even won. I'm trying to think if I won district. I don't think I won a district. Yeah, I won the South, the Big Twelve South, when we went to the Big Twelve title. But I don't count that. Did you get a ring for it? Yeah, Mac Brown gave rings for everything. <laughs> I love Mac. Mac, Mac was he was really close to everybody getting a trophy. Man, that was like, we had a state title yeah. that we won. Yeah. We won all the games in the state, which actually was rare because you had to. And I think sometimes Mac would cheat because technically all the games in the state, Texas OU is counted there. So, wait so if you don't win, if you don't beat OU in the state of Texas, to me you can't win the state title. So wait a Win the state title means you're undefeated in the state. You got Nobody a championship beat. for winning the most games against Texas teams? Like, you like had Mac would have his uh, – Mac had like an imaginary, like fictitious title that he would <laughs> – in his head. But, but, honestly, but he didn't give rings out. For that. No. Okay, okay, okay. I got a ring. I was going to say, you got that for the We got like a jacket or stuff like that for stuff for one of those like fictional titles. But honestly, I will say this. uh, God bless Mac. It made sense because when you think about it, if you do win the state title, you're probably going to be playing in the national title. Back then, because you beat Oklahoma, you won all your home games, and then you probably play, I don't know, Baylor or Tech or – Know, one of those other Texas teams, yep. Texas A&M. If you win all those games, and you're Texas, you're probably playing in a national title. That's or definitely true. in a BCS game. So it made sense. But I know some people mock it these days, of course. I, would, I mean, that's what I would have been looking at, too. I'd be like, hold up, man. I know. We were like, we want no state title, doing? man. Don't give me no, no jacket. no state championship. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> and I think he, like I said, and I think he made an exception. Like, the OU game didn't count. I was like, that was in Texas. <laughs> what do you mean? Were we the home team? <laughs> exactly. Were we the home team? He's like, so I just saw the Houston Boy 11 games. He's like, y'all won a state title. I was like, did we? <laughs> did we really? Really? Yeah. I'm yeah. not sure about that. Okay. Um, anyway. Okay. Yeah, so uh, anyway, let's get to uh, the other uh, flex uh, nugget for you. They do have uh, updates about the schedule for 7-on-7. Seven seven. It's going to be at Westwood, I believe, uh, this coming up weekend. Yep. And at the last 7-on-7, seven seven, man, Derek told me that uh, Lake Travis and San Marcos. Qualified. Qualified. Yeah, I thought uh, I saw that on the uh, – <laughs> On Lake Travis's website, they put it out there too. Cause, oh yeah, you know, I pay a lot of you got Ken folk. That. I got Ken folk. Got Ken yeah. folk still over there. Yeah, that's right. How Ken folk doing? He's doing good. He's getting a lot it's of flex offers fam right too. now. Yep, that's he's part of the flex fam. He's uh, he's uh, getting a bunch of offers at this time. A lot of Ivy League schools, believe it or not, got the military schools. <laughs> uh, Sam Houston State is in the conversation nice. now. At Ivy so, League, yeah, hey, Columbia, it might be what you Brown, know. what and Harvard. Come on now. Yeah, he's up to eight offers now. Ah, so well, I, they, they coming. Mama want him to go to the Ivy League. Oh, man. We, so do Daddy. I was, <laughs> was going to say, like, so hey, hey, listen, I, you right, can play man. ball up there at the Ivy yeah. League school. And the man. network changes you. Hey. Think about it. Our man Steve Foster. Yep. Loud off. Listen, if you can play, the NFL will find you. Yes. The NFL will find you. I don't yes. where you are. So you can go to Ivy League and go ball out go in, in ball many out. ways. Exactly. Uh, congratulations. And the connects that you're going to be making. Yeah. That, oh, That's life what? changing. Come on now. Yeah. 
congrats on that. That's pretty Appreciate good. It. That's, uh, that's good it. news. All right, we come back. Get into some NFL discussion, NFL topics. They are uh, changing the kick return rules. We'll get into that, trying to make the game a little bit safer. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll also uh, discuss the Super Bowl sites that have been revealed. We got some Cowboys discussion I want to get into. We'll do all of that on the side. Oh, also most overpaid and underpaid players I in like the NFL. That. Interesting list. All of that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie. I want to put down the 